Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. Yes, a big thank you to Racing Queensland because this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. I'm Alyssa Smith, your host, joined by the star herself, Sam. How are you going this week? Oh, you always pump up my tyres so much. I love it. No, I'm great. I'm always really well and looking forward to another busy weekend ahead. Yes, it's going to be very busy indeed. Uh, let's catch up on the week that was, though. You had a winner last weekend too. Yeah, it was. Saturday was um, a bit of a long old day for me because I was in races one and nine. Wow. Uh, But thankfully, uh, Freeman, a lovely filly of Chris Munzer's, I hadn't ridden prior to. She was having her first start, but I'd ridden her track work and she made a bit of an impression on me then. Um, She ran really well Mm. at Doomit on Saturday and I think she's got plenty of uh, good things in store for her. Uh, Like I said, it's... Chris is doing such a good job. His team's absolutely flying, and she's a cracking type of a filly too. So a big future ahead for her. I think so, yeah. I'm not too sure what her immediate plans are. Obviously, um, the goal with most two-year-olds is, is the Magic Millions uh, in January. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like the big the big show. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the horses that tell you, like some horses, it's a long time between now and then. They're only babies too, you know. So yeah. some obviously thrive with, you know, the racing, and some maybe, you know, maybe need a bit more time in the paddock or things like that. So it's a long time between now and then, but, you know, we've got to have plans and um, I think all going well, that's probably where she'll head, where she might have another run before then, I think, too. What do you get up to when you've got such a big gap between races one and nine? Oh, well, luckily for me, my last one was my light ride, so I spent most of those five hours in and out of the spa having oh, a sweat. It was delightful. I was very <laughs> much looking forward to dinner that night. How much weight did you have to lose for that one? Nah, not too much. Probably three quarters of a kilo, which I did. You know, obviously had had the day to chip away at it, but... Wow. Um, yeah. our, 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 our panel up is, is laughing his head <laughs> off right now, shaking yeah, his I head. I know. Yeah. But, and so, is, and watched, nuts. Oh, there was so much racing on those. So, I mean, I was able just to keep tabs on what was going on and um, yeah. well, live and breathe it. So, oh, it wasn't all bad. Wow. Three quarters <laughs> of a kilo. Yeah, that wasn't. I mean, that's nothing compared to what most people would probably have to lose in a day. So, wow. or on a race morning and things like that. So, I mean, a shout out to all those jocks that get up every morning and sit in the bath and sweat and, you know, starve themselves. So um, I definitely don't do it anywhere near as tough as some of them. So It's a lot of pressure, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know, you you got to think most of those jocks out there, they're out there riding, you know, probably dehydrated, mm. probably lack of sleep. Most of them would have potentially have been at the Sunshine Coast night races, got home late, up for track work in the morning. You know, you really push your body to the extremities. And so it's, yeah, I don't know, it's... It's just part of the beast, the nature of the beast, I think. 
Yep, and uh, it takes a special person to be a jockey, and we will be speaking to another jockey quite soon that you know all too well, uh, yep. Mick D. So we'll speak to him in just a moment. Let's talk about your ri- your rides on Sunday as well. Wicked and loving it. Yeah, what a cool name, right? Yeah. Uh, she went really well. Um, she ran second, and um, yeah, Sunday was a bit of a mixed day for me because Luke obviously had quite a nasty fall. Um, mm. I think it made the news even, but he managed to walk away from that Sunday night unscathed. Like, the horse went down, he went down, always been over top of him, and rolled and it looked pretty nasty originally when I was at the races obviously I wasn't in the race and watched the fall you have all those horrible things that run through your head I've watched enough races and seen enough falls to mm. to recognize when one doesn't look great and it has definitely didn't look great so but you know the the ambulance staff that follow us around obviously and the ambos they were to him quick as they could be and he was conscious and talking and things like that so anyway he went to the hospital um, was cleared of any na- nasty breaks. He's just battered and bruised, and he's got his feet up for a little while. And I'm running around after him. So, yeah, lovely. <laughs> and, and just for those who don't know, Luke is Sam's partner. So, wh- so how bad? How bad is he? Is he okay? Like, what? What's the the, the damage? No, he was actually very, very lucky. And mm. the horse also um, was just one of those things. It's probably it looks more like a bit of a racing incident. He was a little bit. Or made contact, very marginal contact, what we call like clipping heels. So sometimes you can hear the noise of your horse's shoes catching the horse's shoes, you know, in front of you. Um, or sometimes you don't hear it. And I think in his case, it was probably just that fast. It's just taking the horse's feet out from underneath her, and she went down, and he went down. But like I said, yeah, no, nothing broken. Just he's got a bit of bruising and um, a burn actually from his vest across his back. Um, so that he's pretty uncomfortable, but. Yeah, he's definitely um, he's in good spirits to say okay. the least. So, so he's not ra- too rattled by it. He'll get straight back on. Do you nah, think? he's very he's, right? re- he's very resilient as our Luke. Okay. He'll be fine. All right. Well, best wishes <laughs> go out to Luke. That is for sure. Hey, uh, one person you know very well, and I mentioned him before, is Michael D. Yeah, Mick D. Um, tell us about your experience with Mick D. I've known Mick since he was a very young chap. Um, we sort of kicked around and did a bit of show jumping together. I'm much older than Mick. Um, unfortunately for me, <laughs> he was always such a lovely kid and, and he started his apprenticeship back home in NZ. So it's always nice to follow him. Same with James, you know, these kids, they start, start at home and then they venture out and they're out, you know, taking over the world. And Mick's really stamped himself as a, a rider to follow. He's been a fantastic rider from day dot. He's tall and he's skinny and he's, um, so, so polite and, to see the success he's had lately, he's had a couple of really good um, winners for Chris Waller, but we'll obviously have a chat with him about those in a minute. But, yeah, lovely guy. Um, yeah, so proud of what he's done and what he's achieving over there. Well, in saying that, let's get him on board, shall we? Mick, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. How are you going? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thanks for coming on. So now Sam's given you a great rap. Do you want to give Sam a great <laughs> rap now too? <laughs> Oh, look, probably along the line somewhere, she's given me a few riding tips. Um, I, I remember we've had uh, some long car trips to the races back in the day in New Zealand. So, um, yeah, always got great memories with Sam. So, yeah. Oh, that warms my soul, Mick. No, it's lovely to have you on here, but, like, you know, you've been over in, well, you've been in Melbourne now for, for what, how many years? Four or five years? No, it'd be longer than that, five or six years? Oh, like, yeah. Eight years, I think. Jeez, Louise, time flies. Um, so you yeah. definitely, you know, Melbourne is now home for you, you would say? Uh, at the moment, yes, for sure. It's home at the moment. Um, but, yeah. 
Kiwi, the... Kiwi land is still still home at yeah, heart. They, uh... they reckon that your feet leave, mate, or, you know, your feet leave New Zealand, but your heart never does. Yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> hey, talk to us about growing up and, and being an apprentice. Um, yeah, well, I was apprenticed to Kevin Myers. Um, I left school when I was 16 and uh, left home, moved out at the same age and um, never really looked back since. Uh, it was two years in New Zealand of my apprenticeship before I moved to... Melbourne, and then uh, I finished uh, my apprenticeship over here. So you're 18 when you moved to, to Melbourne? Uh, yeah, I was, yep. Did you move okay. with family or on your own? No, nah, just on my own. Um, Dad came over with me at the time. Um, well, at the time, it was only for a three-month stint. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, just uh, never went home. No, that's it's fair to say that you've made your mark in Melbourne now with our fellow uh, expat Kiwi Daniel Stackhouse. I'm sure it's nice to see him around the traps too. Yeah, for sure. It's always good to see uh, Stacky and fellow Kiwis. We all stick together. So, um, yeah, it's good to have that connection. And for those that don't know, um, Mick did a part of his apprenticeship with Kevin Myers, who's a bit of a character back home. Um He's probably renowned for training like jumpers and things like that. And when Mick was younger, he used to do a fair bit of show jumping, and that's sort of how you know we used to kick around a little bit as kids. Um, what like do you still keep in touch much with Kevin? Because you know he's obviously got horses over with Pateman and, and things like that, and he's just such a colour, colourful creature. Yeah, um, I, I speak to him every now and again. Uh, once in the once in the blue moon, he'll ring me up and then start talking and whatnot, but mostly I uh, keep in touch with uh, Jason and Luke, his, uh, Kevin and Angie's two sons. So what what was the appeal to, to go from show jumping across to horse racing? Um, I think when you're light, like me, and probably having the background in horses, it's uh, one probably natural progression to go from show jumping to, to horse racing and when you got family well you used to have family involved my dad was a horse trainer so um it's just yeah one of those things that happens yeah i feel i feel like it's um at that time when we all growing up there were so many of us coming through they were almost like second tier like expat you know jockeys kids and there was like mick myself uh, Craig Grills, Danielle Johnson, obviously James McDonald, just to name a few. Um, so I think like that kind of area, it does, like you say, Mick, it's like a natural progression to, you know, to racing and it's that adrenaline that we all chase. And, um, you know, the success, have a little chat to us about the success you've had of late, obviously with the um, Victorian Derby and the Caulfield Cup. I mean, they are pretty big feathers to have in your cap now. Um you know, you know. Obviously, next up, Melbourne Cup next year, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, well, I was hoping to have the Melbourne Cup this year as well, but unfortunately, the horse I was riding got scratched oh. the morning of due to lameness. But um, yeah, as you say, the Caulfield Cup and the Derby is it's pretty special. Um, I had I have been lucky enough to win Group One prior to that, but yeah, they were nothing compared to uh, these two. Especially to 
to it with uh, Chris Waller and his team. It's um, yeah, awesome to be a part of it. How do you prepare yourself for a race like that, Mick, when there's so much on the line? Um, oh, you just try and treat it as normal as possible. Um, if you overthink it too much, well, that's when problems could arise. But, yeah, just try and treat it as normal as possible. Yeah, I think that's fair to say, like... Um you sort of go out there and that those sorts of races, you've got a rough idea of what's going to happen, you know, when your barrier draws come out and, and things like that, unless there's a, you know, significant change in track conditions or something like that. Most of the time it's a, a well-laid plan and you just go through it like you would a normal race. But what do you see yourself now? Obviously you've ticked off quite a few, you know, good goals, your group ones and things like that. Um, you're what, close to 700 winners now, I think. Yeah, close to 700 winners, so yeah, so it'd what... be nice to one day crack the 1,000. Yeah, I'll race you there. I I've, got about, I've got about 25 well, left, but I've had about say, 10 years. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, where are you at now? Where's your, where's your tally at, Sam? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you'll get there in no time, Mick, because you, you know, you're absolutely flying. And um, Your partner, Michaela, tell us a little bit about her. Yep, um, well, she's actually uh, just retired from race riding herself. She was an apprentice to McPrice yeah. and she's uh, ventured into a small online business which hasn't quite uh, launched at the mo- at, as yet but um, hopefully soon it'll be launching and um, yeah she'll be starting in uh, kids clothing with an online business. Must be really nice to have someone who can understand what you do day to day and to support you as well and someone who's been in the industry themselves yeah for sure it's um, good especially with this year now that she hasn't been riding because in previous years that uh, throughout cup weeks she would be at another meeting riding and Mm. this time around she was able to be on course every day throughout last week um with, yeah, Derby Day, Melbourne Cup Day and the like. So, it's, yeah, it's good to have that support there on course. That's so cool because, I mean, quite often, you know, we meet, you know, it's easy the people in the industry associate with other people in the industry, but for her to, to be like, right, I want to change, do something different, like it's so, um, that's such a different change of pace for her and, like, good on her for doing that because, you know, racing can is all-consuming and, like, the benefit for you is she knows the ins and outs of your job too, but it gives you something else to different to talk about at the dinner table I'm sure <laughs> yeah it, it probably mostly when she'd come home and it'd be talking about racing and our days and whatnot it's uh yeah a little bit different now which is good so leaves us something different to talk about for sure oh that's awesome hey uh Flemington's one of your you know most liked tracks where are you racing this weekend uh, this weekend I'm at Cranbourne, it's the uh, Cranbourne Cup meeting, so um, yeah, I've got what I think is a nice ride in the Cranbourne Cup, I galloped a horse yesterday called No Effort, and um, yeah, galloped very well. No Effort, love that name for a horse, love it, No <laughs> Effort, simple. Exactly, hopefully it's No Effort.
<laughs> Fingers crossed to Amic. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. We really appreciate your time. Best of luck this weekend. No problem. Thank you. All right, we'll stick with us here on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett because after the break, we've got all of your racing Queensland news. Queensland is your place to race. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Yes, so welcome back. Where Sam and I bring you the latest racing Queensland news. Sam, let's get stuck into this weekend, shall we? Where will we be able to see you race? Well, all right. So tonight, sunny coast. Nice. Love those Wait, night meetings. Yeah, I was going to say that's a night meeting. Yeah. Do you like it or love it? Well, yeah, it's a love-hate relationship. Right. It's just one of those ones you just got to, you know, deal with it. Um, like I said, it's hard because, you know, the races start late, so you can't really do anything for the day and then yes. you're sort of getting home a bit late. But it's quite a cool atmosphere, like riding under the lights. It's definitely mm. different, and especially when the weather's nice. When yeah, it, beautiful. It, oh, Cooler. Yeah, if it's raining, it's pretty miserable, but <laughs> at least there's never any traffic on the way back to Brisbane at about 10 o'clock at night, so that's, I, a, that's good. I love that you always look at the positives. I love that. I love that. Hey, speaking about this weekend, let's take a look at Racing Queensland News. Um, actually, before we get into that, you've got an update on Jasmine Cornish, who had a fall this week. Yeah, really unfortunate. Um, obviously, she Jazzy had a, a nasty fall at Bow Desert Trials. I wasn't there, but I, I had heard that she was being airlifted to hospital here. Up, I think it was the Princess Anne. Um, hospital up here but she was having surgery earlier this week to hopefully stabilize I believe a fracture in her back and she's had some nasty swelling to the side of her fa- face I think she had a, maybe a broken eye socket and things like that so we send the Jazzy our love mm. she's a tough cookie and there's not much that keeps her spirits down so um like it's really it's a horrible part you know but it is part of what we do I you never go out there and are under the illusion that, every, you know, it's one of those things. I mean, you f- everyone usually has a fall at some stage. You just hope you get out of it unscathed. But, yeah, so wishing Jazz a pretty speedy recovery there. Yeah, best of wishes to Jazz. Uh, in Racing Queensland news as well, later today, the work races get underway. And then the Sunshine Coast Night Meet, as you mentioned, your love-hate relationship there. <laughs> um, <laughs> turning our attention to tomorrow, racing is out at Doombin, Aquas Park on the Gold Coast, Toowoomba. That's also a night meet. Um, and then in the country, Emeralds, Julia Creek, Home Hill, Blackall and Mount Perry as well. On Sunday, we've got racing at Cairns. What, what track do you prefer out of those? Oh, one that's five minutes from my house. <laughs> 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 nice and close, hey? Nice yeah. and close. Yeah. Um, also in Racing Queensland News, the 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale um, the Star Started Catalogue is out now. So, you know, it, it goes for over seven days that in in crazy. January. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's an exciting time. Like, I don't know. It's so It always seems so glamorous. You've yeah. got the sales. You've got the races. The weather's good. You know, the Gold Coast, it's all happening at the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. So 
and those people spending their millions and millions on the hopefully um, potential next superstar. Yep, exactly right, <laughs> exactly right, and that's what we love to see, isn't it? Yeah, it's what keeps us all going. It's the <laughs> thrill of it. You just never know where your next fast one's coming from. So maybe I need to go there and start scouting out the best looking ones to potentially ride. Hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe. So we'll see you there, Sam. And uh, Racing Queensland confirms also an additional race has been included in the program for the Townsville Turf Club race meeting on Saturday, December 10 as well. So keep an eye on that one. Sam, great to see you. Best of luck this weekend. Thank you very much. It's lovely to see you and um, here's to a good weekend of racing. Yep, fingers crossed. <laughs> Bring home a winner. Yeah. Thanks for joining us here on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au.